Welcome back to the Moms Do Business Different podcast. I'm your host, Kay Hillman, believer, wife, mama, and creator of the Shmoney Mama Gang. Myself and my team support mamas who are service providers and coaches in creating strategies that make buyers say, take my shmoney, and create companies that bring in high cash months doing the bare minimum. Join me for conversations on money, business growth, sales, productivity, and the mindset of being a mom who does business different. Mama, are you ready for the vibe? Listen up and let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey, happy Wednesday or whatever day you're going to listen to this on. I was questioning because I'm really not sure what day this is going to come out, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be Wednesday because tomorrow should be Thanksgiving if I time this properly. So today is going to be a very, very short episode. I just want to answer a question that I recently got that I was like, oh, this is such a good question. So um, as I mean, as we all know, Kay works with moms, right? And I work with a lot of moms and I work with a lot of pregnant women. Um, A lot of women come to me when they're pregnant, which I love it because I wish that I had support while I was pregnant. Um, especially for my first pregnancy. For my second pregnancy, I had support. For, but for my first one, child, I was like winging it and it was a whole hot mess express. So I got this question, how do I run my business during the trimesters? And I answered a, a, um, another part of this question when I was talking about the episode where I, um, I said, I, I think it was episode 242 where I was like, how to prepare your business. But this was a different question. This was about like, actually, how do you work in the trimesters or like how do you run your business while you are actively pregnant and I, again, going back to that last episode, I just had two completely different experiences, right? With King, I completely shut down. That's my oldest. My business completely shut down. I had a very, very hard time running my business until towards the end. And then as we got to the end of my pregnancy, I, I overworked myself. So that was like a hot mess express. But then my second pregnancy, I was, of course, way more prepared and I had support. And so I'm going to talk about how to run your business during the trimesters. So we're going to talk about all four trimesters, even though the fourth trimester is not just three months. So I want to make sure you understand that like the fourth trimester can sometimes last a year, right? That's the postpartum phase. And even though people like to make it, you know, fit into a three month timetable, all of us moms know that postpartum is not just three months, right? Sometimes we need way more time to recover, recuperate, and just kind of get back to quote unquote normal, which is really a whole new normal. But anyway, first trimester, let's talk about the first trimester when it comes to running your business. The first trimester, this is why the bare minimum strategy is so important. This is why it is so, so important for you to have a bare minimum business strategy. What is the minimum thing you need to do, right? The minimum viable strategy. I talked about this. I can't even remember what the episode number is. I'm going to link it below so you can go back and listen to it. But if you are in the first trimester or if you're you know, planning to have a child in the future or whatever, another child, go and listen to this because you need to know what your bare minimum business strategy is because during the first trimester, that is where you want to focus, okay? You want to focus on the bare minimum resting because you are building a whole human (laughs) and outsourcing. And this can be scary, right? This can be scary, but I promise you in the first trimester, you want to go ahead and start to, if you don't have a team member, to find someone. And when you find them, start outsourcing things, right? And it doesn't have to be big things, but you want to just start preparing yourself to outsource. So things that you might want to outsource. And for example, because I'm working with one mom on this currently, you might want to outsource like creation of your slide decks, creation of your eBooks or any digital products or any, um, did I say slide decks? Yeah. So, So your slides, if you like have a program or whatever, any kind of graphics, right? Outsource those things. Because the thing is, in your first trimester, 
for a lot of us, I'm not going to say for everybody, but for some of us, we experience morning sickness, right? We experience sickness and it just really depletes our energy and it's hard for us to work. And so because of that, you just, you don't have the, you don't have the same level of capacity. And so having somebody else to do those things will be super, super helpful. So the first trimester, bare minimum, right? Getting your bare minimum strategy, rest in that and feel like in this, in this trimester, you really got to work on your mindset. You have to shift your mindset from, you know, what you've been doing and recognize that you're in a completely different temporary season, okay? This season of not feeling well, the season of not being as productive as you as you're used to is just temporary, okay? So the first trimester is a lot of giving yourself grace, giving yourself time to rest, but also knowing that your bare minimum strategy is enough because you have to just reprioritize right now. Okay, so the second trimester. The second trimester is all about batching and getting ahead. By this point, you are starting to feel a little bit better. At least most of us do. I did not feel better with either one of my kids in the second trimester, but I just knew that I had to get it done, right? Um, But I was feeling well enough. I was feeling better than I did in the first trimester. So in the second trimester, that is when you want to batch and get ahead. You want to get as much done as possible. You want to start projecting forward. You want to look at what things need to be done in your business when you go on maternity leave, maternity leave and get those things done or get those things delegated, get those things outsourced, whatever you need to do. But this is the time for you to get ahead because when third trimester comes, you need to be wrapping up, right? Because we want to actually go on maternity leave. You want to enjoy your maternity leave. So during the the third trimester, you are going to be wrapping things up and you're going to be delegating so that when you're off, you can be off, right? And you know that things are being handled and taken care of. Also, you're going to be delegating in that current trimester, right? Because you're going to be wrapping things up. So things that you're not able to complete, you will hand off to a team member and let them complete it. Now, when I say to hire or to outsource, I do not mean like, oh, you have to hire a VA or a social media manager or anything like that. My kids won't let me be great for this episode, but long story short, I want you to be delegating during this um, this trimester, and it's going to be super important that, um, oh, wait, I know what I was saying. You don't have to, you know, hire a team member again. It doesn't have to be a full-time person, but what you need to be thinking about is who do you need to help you finish things, right? Do you need to hire an editor to edit the podcast, right? My podcast editor, when I went on maternity leave, was a godsend because I had batched all the content, but um, actually editing it and getting it uploaded and getting it all scheduled, that was just taking me out. I was getting tired, right? The third trimester, we get tired, okay? We get winded. We're ready to just be done with this. So you want to delegate and hire people that can support you in getting over the finish line, right? getting everything wrapped up also in the third trimester that's when you start cutting things right that's when we start to kind of pare back and look at the bare minimum strategy and say okay you know what can I just let go of right there were a lot of things that towards the end of my pregnancies I just let it go because I was like you know what I don't have the capacity to finish this I don't have the time to do this I don't have the people that can, you know, that I can outsource this to or whatever. So I'm going to have to let this go. It wasn't something that was going to really hurt my minimum strategy, my bare minimum strategy. So it was like, it's fine. So in the third trimester, you're really going to start at that point being a real cutthroat CEO. Okay. You're really going to start to operate your business. Like you'll see, like, and we've all experienced it where you just kind of get to a point where you're like, okay, this is what it is, right? Like, I'm not going to stress about it. I'm not going to, you know, 
do all the extra we're just gonna have to call it right here right and we're gonna have to let it go so that is what you're gonna be doing in your third trimester so now let's move into the fourth trimester right we have this cute little baby that is sitting on us on our boob or you know we're sick sticking a bottle in their mouth or whatever so now what do we do how do we run the business right so in that stage you are going to be focusing on your bare minimum strategy, okay? And the reason why you're going to focus on your bare minimum strategy is because there should not be a ton of things that you actively have to do because you already did it in the second and third trimester. Now, this is only for the maternity leave period, right? Because remember, the fourth trimester is really like for me with Empire, it lasted 11 months. So I had a very long postpartum period after my last baby, but that was okay because I was still leveraging my bare minimum strategy, right? And so I was ahead of things. So when I was able to get back into the swing of doing my business and running my business, I was still able to do that. Now, let's talk about if you're a service provider, because I understand that that's a little bit more nuanced than coaching, right? With coaching, you can say, hey, I'm out of the office, blah, blah, and people understand. You can restructure your calendar and all that kind of stuff. But as a service provider, it becomes a little bit more tricky. So when you are running your business during the trimesters, here's how you can do things as a service provider. When you're in that first trimester, yes, you can still do the bare minimum, but it is going to be crucial to outsource. So even when I had my social media agency, I still had one team member that I outsourced a lot of work to. And the reason why I outsourced the work to her is because I literally didn't have the capacity to do it. So it is important that you find a right-hand person as soon as possible, right? As soon as you possibly can. Now for my photographers, this gets a little bit dicey, okay? But something that I have found that has happened is that all of my clients have understood that I'm pregnant and I might be sick. So I know like the day that I found out I was pregnant with King, I had a photo shoot and well, the day after I had a photo shoot and um, her name is Lib actually. Lib always knows when I'm pregnant. So if there's ever a question whether or not I'm pregnant, Lib would be the person that would know the answer because I always tell her first. And so, um, and it's like our inside joke because I literally like, she was the first person I told besides Tay, of course. Um, but uh, clients will understand. So let them know, right? Tell them you're pregnant. If you're a photographer, like if you have to do things in person with clients, let them know, hey, I'm feeling a little nauseous. So we're going to give this session extra time or we're going to spend a little bit more extra time. Letting your clients know sooner than later is going to be helpful. Now, if you have any clients that give you pushback, and this is something that I didn't know or that I didn't maybe see coming um, because there was one client that just treated me so poorly, um, as a result of finding out that I was pregnant and all that kind of stuff. And then they treated me very poorly uh, when I actually delivered. If you are noticing that you have a problem client, get them off your roster, right? And I know that's hard because you're trying to save up your money. We just talked about stacking your cash flow and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it is better to get rid of that person than to let them stress you out your entire pregnancy. You can always replace the client, okay? So drop them when you can. And this is why telling your clients that you have to work with, you know, very intimately or in person, it, that's why that, that's a benefit of telling them kind of early. Now, I recognize that like a lot of people don't like to announce their pregnancy until, you know, the 12 week mark and all that kind of stuff. But sometimes, especially when you're just not feeling well, and you have to do things in person. It's helpful to go ahead and just let them know. Or you can just let them know when you get there, like, hey, I actually haven't been feeling well today, whatever, whatever. Right. You don't even tell them you're pregnant. Just say I'm not feeling well. Um, of course, like, you know, just make sure they, they don't think you have like COVID or something. But, you know, just let them know. And usually people are very accommodating. People were very accommodating 
for my first trimester, especially with me doing photo shoots. Um, and I was doing photo shoots in the summer. So I was like sick and it was hot. It was just a hot mess express. But that communication really helped. In the second trimester, when it comes to being a service provider, and this can apply for you as a coach as well, but especially if you're a service provider in the second trimester, one, that's when you want to bulk up on your clients. So really bulk up your client load because you, you usually have a little bit more capacity. Um, but also that is when you have the conversation with your clients about getting ahead, right? Getting ahead of their work. So if you have like retainer clients and stuff, then you want to let them know in the second trimester, hey, we're going to go ahead and start working ahead. That way, when you go on maternity leave, they don't have, like, they're not worried about anything because they know that you have everything handled. That's also when you might want to introduce them to whoever is going to be handling things when you go on maternity leave. That's a really big help in the offboarding process. So when I, um, I didn't go on a maternity leave, but I did have a few team members in the agency and I'm so glad that I introduced them to, at the time she was my creative associate, or um, I think that's what we called her. Um, and she, um, she was introduced to every, all the clients in my second trimester. And that really helped because they were able to get to know her. And so by the time I delivered, um, all of them knew like, Hey, this is the point of contact. And, you know, it just kind of made things a little bit easier, even though my that like with King it was just a hot mess express um it did make things a little bit easier I would say 90% of my clients just like treated me so well and they were able to work with her very well because they already knew her so the second trimester you really want to start like kind of letting them know what's happening establish you know any kind of rapport and just kind of start setting some expectations of what they can expect from you and like what kind of time they have with you and all that kind of stuff. Um, doing that in the second trimester gives them time to, you know, make their decisions and just make sure that they're on board with everything. And then the third trimester, again, you're just wrapping things up. You're letting them know that things are ahead, you know, letting them know when you're going to actually be on maternity leave, all those things, really just having those conversations with them so that they feel, you know, secure and they feel confident when you go on leave that like they still get the support that they've been paying for so that's how it run, um, do things if um or as a service provider but yeah i wanted to keep this episode pretty short so i'm gonna stop and then i feel like my baby is about to wake up so i need to jump off here this was like very fast and very jumbled i actually like stopped looking at my notes because i'm like okay I need to like rock the baby, but I hope this episode was able to help you or at least give you a little bit of insight of like what it looks like to kind of run your business during the trimesters. I think that it's so nuanced because every pregnancy is different and everybody has like different symptoms and you know we all have different business models like some of you might be coaches and someone might be a service provider but at the end of the day you know you really are going to follow a pretty similar flow of that first trimester you need to just kind of chill and and be okay with and kind of shift your mindset around what your capacity is and embrace the bare minimum in that second trimester you're going to feel better so girl just hit it hard okay you're, you're not going to be able to it as hard as you could pre-pregnancy um unless you just have like a stellar like a perfect pregnancy which like i'm so like I'm, I'm praying for that for every mom that you just have a beautiful pregnancy and that everything is easy so in that second trimester just really hit it hard and then that third trimester give yourself that time and that space to wind things down to close down projects to finish stuff up and to really communicate the access that people have to you or the access they don't have to you right um just really communicate how things are going to look while you are on your maternity leave and then enjoy that time right enjoy that space and try hard not to check back into the business like try hard not to like micromanage um your your team if you have a team or if you have someone that's helping you they will let you know if there's a problem you don't have to micromanage you don't have to look over their shoulder or anything they will let you know if there's a problem for you to step in 
but it's gonna be fine right everything is gonna be okay and there's nothing for you to really worry about oh my gosh this baby is pushing on me hard but anyway um that is it for this episode. I would love to talk more about this. So I'm probably going to post something about this inside the Facebook group. So if you want to chat more about just like business in the trimesters, and I feel like this is the same kind of concept. We can kind of make this work for just in a year, right? Like how your business can look like, like in January, it can be kind of like not slow, but you can kind of take your time easing into the year. In, you know, second quarter, you can you know, really hit it hard. Third quarter, you can be wrapping things up. And then fourth quarter, you can kind of rest. That's what I've done for the last two years. And it, it seems like a little bit backwards because, you know, fourth quarter people, and I mean, even I say fourth quarter is the money quarter, but if you're already prepared for the quarter, you don't have to work as hard, right? Like I am prepared for fourth quarter. So I don't feel like I'm working hard because everything was mostly done over the summer, right? That's when I really like kind of wrapped things up and worked hard. Now, am I going to be adding things? Are you still going to show up and all that kind of stuff? Of course, but you can kind of use the year. And I mean, hey, quarter one doesn't have to be the um, the rest season. The quarter one, I mean, quarter two could be like you can structure the year however you want. But if you're thinking about pregnancy or if you are currently pregnant, I would really encourage you to just like listen to this episode again to kind of think about how you want to plan out how you are going to navigate pregnancy and running your business, but also know that this is a temporary season, right? The the season of not feeling well and feeling like you're not being productive and all that kind of stuff. The pregnancy fog, like, because we all have that pregnancy brain and stuff like that. Like, it's only temporary. And when it's all done and all said and over with and you have that cute little squishy baby, then you have a whole nother um, experience, you know, or a whole other thing to work through right now that you're working through that fourth trimester and just you know navigating that space but I want you to know that this is only temporary and that things do get better if you feel like things are just a hot mess right now it does get better I promise all right that's it for this episode and until next time I will talk to you later darling thank you so much for tuning into this episode I know you loved it so go ahead and leave a five-star review make sure to share this episode and tag me at moms do business different and at mrs k hillman so a young thug knows is real May you walk in your purpose and calling every single day to steward the life and business that God has called you to. Until next time, let's get this money.